1: So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called, Walking Through Your Open Door. We Christians are some blessed people. Oh, yes, we are. We're blessed because we have a faithful God who loves us like nobody else will ever do. He's faithful concerning us and does things for us that nobody else can ever do. One of the many things that our loving, faithful God does for me and you that nobody else can do is open doors of opportunity that nobody can close doors that he expects us to walk through, doors that he wants us to walk through, so that we can receive and achieve all that he has planned to prepare for me and you. But to walk through, we have to believe that it's true. He really did open doors of opportunity for me and you. And then, we have to not just sit there, but do the things necessary to walk through and receive and achieve what the door was open for us to get and to do. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened those doors for me and you. And that which he opened the doors for us to obtain will never be attained by me and you. That's why it's important to walk through the doors God opens for me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes.
2: Turn to Revelation chapter 3, verse 7. <laughs> Let's start at verse 6. He that hath an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. We're one of the churches here in sunny San Antonio. It says, and to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, these things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth. He said, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and has kept my word, and has not denied my name, and he wants you to know that hey, I've opened a door for you; can't nobody close, and that's good news because from this point forward, it ain't got nothing to do with the man, and ain't got nothing to do with the war man, and ain't got nothing to do with the white man, the black man, the white woman, the black woman, the Hispanic man, Hispanic woman, and ain't got nothing to do with your mama, your daddy, and all that other kind of stuff that we throw up as excuses for why we can't move forward into the things that God has in for us. From this point forward. They ain't the man. The man is Christ Jesus, who's already opened a door for each and every one of you to be able to step through. And he wants you to know, can't no man closed the door that he's open for you. That's good news, because that way you don't have to go move moving forward, wondering whether or not somebody will be able to do what you want them to do. God said, no, I hold the hearts of the kings right here in the hollows of my hand. And just like the rivers of water, I'll turn them in which way I want. Are you listening to me? And God has already. Uh, did I say already? Already turned hearts in your favor that all you got to do is move forward into what God has and stuff for you with no intrepidation, with no concern, with no worry, with no wondering whether or not they are going to close the door for you. No, can't nobody close this one because God said I opened it. Who Who is God here? God said the one who is holy in a class all by himself that is strong and mighty and awesome and powerful and is Lord over everything. Things that are in the earth, things that are above the earth, things that are under the earth. The one that says that I am over all of that. God says I'm the One that that has already opened the door for you and can't nobody stop you but you. Now, you can't even close the door. Get that clear. You can't close the door, but you can make a decision whether you're going to walk through it or not. You can make a decision whether you walk through it or not. Now, wouldn't that be a shame that God will open a door for each and every one of us and then we don't walk through it? We're going to learn what it takes to be able to walk through this open door. And it wouldn't be a shame that if God set up before you now a wide open opportunity, I mean, something like, you know, imagine something like a, 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 a breakfast, you know, where it's, it's all the food that you can eat at no charge, where it's like a, a, a breakfast, where it's all in the food that you can eat at no charge. Whereas all you got to do is just walk through an open door. You know, I mean, you got it. I mean, and I ain't talking about no continental breakfast either. I'm talking about like a breakfast with nothing, but I mean, what do you eat? I mean, it's sitting right there at that breakfast. Can you imagine somebody not walking through a door like that? He got quiet, praise God. And you imagine somebody not walking through a door like that where God just opens the door and says, here, all you got to do is come in and receive. We learned for a whole, just about a whole year last year, God was constantly bringing to your mentality. Ye ye who have no money, come ye and buy and ye and and, and come buy and eat. Ye come buy wine and milk without money and without price. We learned that in Isaiah chapter 55, wasn't it? Amen. For almost a whole year, we learn to come and get what I've already got for you. Why? Because I've opened a door for you that can't no man close. I've opened a door for you that can't no man stop you from receiving the things that God has in store for you. Uh, uh, But yet at the same time, we have to make a decision whether we're going to do what it is that God wants us to do. There's a rest waiting for each and every one of us. Turn to Hebrews chapter four. God said to us here in San Antonio, Texas, that this is also the year of rest that brings the rest. This is the year of rest that brings a rest. Struggle time is over. Fighting to get what it is that you believe that you're supposed to get from God is over. Hebrews chapter four. We'll start reading the verse one. We're going to read all the way down to verse 11 so it doesn't shock nobody, praise God, because a lot of people, there's going to be more scripture than they read in a month, praise God. Hebrews chapter four, verse one. Let us therefore fear lest the promise being left us of entering into his rest any of you should seem to come short of. This is one of the few times in scripture where the Lord tells you to be afraid. Now, we know that God did not give us a spirit of fear. But at the same time, in this situation, he said, no, you need to be afraid lest a promise being left us to enter into his rest that any of us should come short of it. So we should be able to make sure that we do not come short of the opportunity that he has given us to be able to enter into his rest. And we're gonna find out why today. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Which means that you can hear the word of God, but it don't profit you. Like you can hear the fact that this door is open for you, but it won't necessarily profit you. Why is that? Because it's going to be up to you to mix faith with it. This year is going to be a year where you're going to learn a lot about faith. You're going to learn a lot about uh, how to trust God, learn a lot about how to be able to just believe what God has to say, despite of what the circumstances and situation has to say. And remember for the rest of this year that God has opened a door and that door is already near that he's already opened a door for you. All you got to do is move forward into it. Now, we know that Satan is going to set up all kind of opportunities and all kind of uh, situations and circumstances to get you to think that that door is not open for you that that door is not open to you, but we know the devil is a liar, and we're going to operate according to faith. Hair looks nice, my sister. We're going to operate according to faith. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, faith, of course, is absolute confidence, absolute assurance, absolute reliance on the fact that what God said is true, and that he's going to do the things that he said he's going to do. Absolute. Everybody say Absolute. <laughs> To the point that no matter what you see, you know that that is a lie that is presented to to thee. That for you to not move forward into the things that God has in store for us, but we don't operate according to lies. We operate according to truth, and we're going to step forward into the fullness of what God has in store for us. Because we know that if we don't mix faith with what God has to say, then we'll never receive the things that God has to say, and we will fall short of the promise that God has given us to enter into this rest. Verse three says, "For we have." For, for we which have believed do enter into rest. That's us. We believe. Everybody say, yeah, that's us. Yes. We believe. And you're going to enter into this rest. As he said, as I have sworn in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundations of the earth. See, what God has for you is already finished. That's why he opened the door for you. I remember back when I was growing up, praise God, praise God. Many times my mother would have a doors to the kitchen Closed, doors to the kitchen closed while she was in there working her stuff, while she was in there shaking pots and, and, and grilling stuff and, ch- and chilling stuff and frying stuff. And come on up in here, baking stuff. And you know she'd had the door closed so you could stay out her way because she didn't want nobody in her kitchen while she was handling business. Are so you listening to me? But once that door opened and you smelled them had them aromas come out the door, you the next voice you heard was come and eat. Man, we about to knock one another down, cause my mother was throwing. Are you listening to me? Girlfriend can shake a pot without having problems, and it'd be good. I mean, I mean, I remember when I was growing up. I mean, I don't know how I got off in that. How'd I get off into that? But anyway, I mean, without uh, the door, yeah, the open door. I mean I, remember, I mean, I got memories of that to the point they just wiped all of what I Girlfriend could cook. God, I got, but I. <laughs> I mean, when I was growing up, I thought I, I, I thought I had personality plus because I had all these friends and stuff in the neighborhood, and especially around dinner time, they all seemed to come by around dinner time. Can hot rock come out and play? Can hot rock come out and play? And I be thinking, like, man, I'm popular in the mug. Little did I know until I visited Day Mama's house around dinner time and found out her mama couldn't cook. I found out why I had all these friends around dinner time. Man, they ain't care nothing about me. They cared about those greens my mother was cooking. Are you listening to me? And all that other kind of stuff. Praise God. But anyway, open door. Amen, amen. I knew I had a reason for saying that. Praise God. It'll come back to me in the name of Jesus. Say what? Yeah, sure is. Praise God. <laughs> amen. We'll move on. Praise God. <laughs> Cause we on tape. Praise God. It's costing me money. Praise God. While I'm sitting there, gonna got wipe my mind, wiped clear about food. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all got to laugh. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all get to thinking about food, and halfway through the message, you ain't hearing nothing else I'm saying. I wish that little round brother shut up so I can go get me something to eat, praise God. <laughs> Verse three, for we which have believed do enter into rest, as he has said, if I have I sworn in my wrath, if he shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundations of the work. Oh, because see, when, my, when the door would open, the door would open because everything was finished. Praise God. Amen. The door, the door would open because all the food was finished, which meant that when the door was open, if you don't come and eat in that time, that's on you. And God has finished all the things he want to do for you. That prosperity he has for you is already finished. That healing he has for you is already finished. Those ministries that he's already got you to step into, they're already finished. God says they're finished. All I need you to do is come and eat. Come and dine, wine, divine, go at our God and and, and walk into a power that's only mine. God is opening the door to each and every one of us to come on in and come to our place at the table. Because God has already made us able to be able to move forward into the awesome things that he has in store for each and every one of us. Verse 4 says, he spake in a certain place on the seventh day of this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. Now, we know God wasn't tired but God was demonstrating something unto us by establishing a principle for us to be able to live by because He already knew that he was going to tell us to be imitators of him. Talking of uh, Speaking of God, and the only way we could be imitators of God is learning how Jesus did what he did. Now we find out in scripture that Jesus obeyed the Sabbath, which was to be able to take a time of rest and just worship God, just learn of God, just grow in his grace and continue to be able to be there and behold in the awesomeness of his faith. And we need to learn about this rest too. We're going to find out about Verse 5, and in this place again, if they shall enter into if they shall enter into my rest, seeing therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein. And they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Same time you're going to be learning a lot about faith this year, you're going to also learn about unbelief this year. So you can understand what unbelief is, and one of the reasons why is because you will not enter into the rest as, as long as you operate according to unbelief. He said in verse 7. Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David today, after so long a time, as it is said today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your heart. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would not, then would be not. And then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest. He also have ceased from his own works as God did from his. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest. Everybody say that rest. That's the rest that causes you to stop from your own works. That's the rest he's talking about, the one that stops you from entering into your own works. Lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Well, we already know that uh, revelation chapter three told us that God has opened a door. But notice he said after he told us about the fact that he opened a door, he said, he said, he said, I've I've seen your works. But behold, I've opened a door for you that can't no man can no man shut. One of the reasons why we learned that all last week is because of the fact that, see, we still focused on our works rather than focused on the open door that God has in store for us. Even when we hear about what God has made available to us, we still lock in on the fact that, well, it's about what I do and it's about what I do. Now, there is a place for your obedience and there is a place for what you do, but that what you do is gonna be based upon faith of what God has spoken to you, that we'll do what God told us to do. And once we operate in faith, then we can rest in the fact that because I'm doing what God told me to do, everything's gonna work out fine. That regardless to the circumstance and situation that I'm facing, that it's not my works that's gonna cause it to come to pass. But it's going to be in in relationship to what I figured out what to do, but it's going to be my works that cause it to come to pass in relationship that I do the work that God has called me to do. Are you listening to me? Because many of us have been struggling and straining, trying to get done what God wants us to get done. But what God ordained does not require struggling or straining, because this is grace that God has having us operate according to. We will enter into the fullness of what God has in store for us by stepping by faith into the grace that God has already opened the door for us to be able to step into. Which means that this will become literally the easiest year of your life if you enter into this rest. This will become the easiest year of your life if you enter into this rest. And trust me, it will become the easiest year of your life until next year, which will get even easier until the year after that, which will become even easier as you learn how to operate in faith and not unbelief as you learn how to rest in the Lord and be confident in the fact that God's going to do for you all that it is he said he's going to do. And it's not because of you, but it's because of him and his love for you and what he wants to do for you in the midst of your life. There remains a rest for the people of God. The people of God are some some of the most tired looking, sometimes tired looking, stressed out, strained up looking folk you ever seen in your life. Come on up in here. Even when we pray, we squint. Come on up in here. We all squinted up and stuff like that when we pray. Like, dang, does it hurt you like that just to pray? But for a lot of people, it's not that it hurts them to pray, but something's hurting them. That's why they pray. Are you listening to me? Come on up in here. Broke, busted, disgusted, sick, dying real quick. Relationships all tore up. Can't get a promotion on the job. Some of us can't get a job. But yet we are serving the most awesome entity on the face of the earth, and He is also our Father. So why is it that it's so hard for us when we are serving the Lord God Almighty? Why is it so hard for us when God is our father? And the reason why is because we have not mixed faith with what it is he has to say. And we have not entered into the rest that he has in store for us each and every day that we're not doing it the way God wants us to do it, but we're struggling adding all this other stuff, unnecessary stuff on top of what it is that God has already said and not moving into the life that's life and not the life that's dead. God wants us to enter into the rest that he has in store for each and every one of us. Turn to John chapter six. We hit this last week. I'm just touching it and so that we can dive into today's stuff. You're gonna love this. John chapter six. We found out, we found out in John chapter six what the work is that God wants us to do. So, well, what, what I know God wants me to do some kind of something. What do you want me to do? I mean, we're going to read that. Verse 26, Jesus speaking unto the uh, people who was, you know, coming around him, just trying to pretend like they really wanted him, but they really wanted what he had. You know, a lot of believers really don't want God, but they just want what he have. Yeah. Proof is, is as soon as you, you, you know, you know how you know how to pray. You know, y'all get every prayer you pray. You know, y'all don't get every prayer you pray. <laughs> And then and, and you know how you pray for those people that say, well, you know, I just I just believe I need God in my life right now. And, and because I got this going on and I got that going on. But then as soon as you pray and solve that them and stuff like that, and the power of God manifests in order to cause it to be able to come to pass. You never see him in church, never see him around the things of God. They go back to the life that they was living before. You know why? Because all they wanted was a solution for their situation. But I'm standing in the midst of a people that love God flat out and that you're going to be regardless, regardless, whether it's life or death. Nothing's going to separate you from the love of God. You're going to be there regardless. But here these people where they were faking, pretending like they really wanted God. And God knew they didn't want him. Jesus knew they didn't want him. Verse 26 Jesus, 26, Jesus answered them and said, verily, verily, I say unto you, ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, because ye did eat the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perishes, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the son of man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father sealed, saying, verse 28, then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Question mark. Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. We're about to return to true Christianity. I'm talking about true Christianity, because there's a lot of fake Christianity that has risen up. There's a lot of all these works and all these other things that got to be done and what you got to do in the month of January in order to be blessed. And, and what you got to do in this situation and and all this. Other, no, see, no, no. See, Jesus got this thing so simple that even a child could be, can operate in it. And that's that you simply believe. Good to see you, my blessed sister, that you just simply believe we're going to return to the point where we just simply believe. Everybody say simply believe. Say it now. God just wants you to simply believe. Everybody say, simply believe. believe. Doesn't that just seem so much easier? Just believe. God all wants you to do is just believe. Just trust him. That word believe means to trust. Just trust me. Trust me that I'm true and that I will do everything I said I will do. Trust me that I'm God and that I've got control over every situation and circumstances that you can find yourself in. Trust me that I'll never lie to you, that I'll never leave you, that I'll never forsake you, that I'll never take you, that I'll never con you, that I'll never blow uh, uh, smoke all up in your face and that I will just uh, do exactly what I said I will do every time I said it to you. So if I told you I'll provide you every need according to your riches and glory, then I'll provide every need according to my riches and glory. And You don't have to concern yourself about whether, but what but, but they said this or but this happened or, but that no no time out for all that this is a year for us to really i'm talking about really really i'm talking about really i don't really believe because a lot of believers say they're believers but they're not believers they're unbelieving believers but god wants to raise up a set of believing believers i believe here at 1928 bassie road presently here at the mighty wolf Glory to God say That God has found a people that's gonna believe him for real. That we're not gonna be sweating, that we're not gonna be fretting and and, and, and still sitting there not getting, but we're gonna get, move forward into receiving all that God has in store for us back to believing. Remember last week? Oh, if you weren't here last week, you need to get that C D because the Lord broke some stuff down. And then we move on into this week's stuff. That that, that 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 we remembered back when we began to start remembering back. We remember back when we first became Christians. And every prayer we prayed we got everything that we asked God for. He did every time. And we didn't even know how to pray. Didn't know how to sign it in the name of Jesus. Didn't know how to throw the Our Father up in the front and much less all these 52 names we know now that we, you know, that we use all and we use all 52 of them while we praying so that everybody can, you know, know how much we know about God now, you know, how theologically sound we are now, you know, and we ain't, we wouldn't have to pray from Genesis to Revelation. We just find ourselves in a situation and say, Hey, I heard that you handle stuff like this. Handle it for me, please. And then walk away next day, bam, it's handled and stuff like that. Why? Because we simply believed. We've been cluttered and clouded with all this other foolishness that ain't got nothing to do with God. It just came from people who was teaching stuff uh, who was trying to find answers to why they wasn't getting what they was getting or why they people wasn't getting what they were supposed to be getting so they add more works in. See, we now have entered into what's called the age of grace which means unmerited favor which means that it ain't about you no more. It's about God's love for you and God has an everlasting love that just does not stop.
1: Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trusted to you are blessed with what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing in God's word that one of the many things that our God does for us It's to open doors that nobody else can shut, so that we can receive what He has prepared for us. Brothers and sisters, I hope that you're not only seeing that it's true, that God has opened doors of opportunity for me and you, but I also hope that you're learning the importance of walking through the doors that God has opened to. Otherwise, it'll be just like God never opened those doors of opportunity for me and you, and that which He opened the doors for us to obtain will never be obtained by me and you. What a shame. If you want to hit a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code two ten seven eight five nine two three eight, or write us at Word of Faith Christmas Center, nineteen twenty eight Bassy Road in San Antonio, Texas seven eight two one three. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you asap. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at nineteen twenty eight Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not in work, every child of God needs to be in the Father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshipping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us, by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you being so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says God is not mocked, Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. And since all of you been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure you reap what you sow. So, we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing Word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the Word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.